What's up, everybody? Patrick here, back for another episode of Conversation Peace. That's right. It is March 15th. Beautiful cold day out here in Indianapolis. It is below 32 degrees. There is snow on the ground, but the sun is shining, the wind is blowing, and it doesn't look too bad out there. (laughs) That was my best radio intro. Was that a good... (laughs) Thanks, Siri. That was my best radio intro impression. Um, Let me know in the comments if you enjoyed that. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to anybody. This is one of these episodes where I talk to myself. I got a few things that I want to go over um, today in this episode just to share a little bit of what I've been working on, a little bit of what I've been doing at the end or the beginning of March and what's coming up in October and October in April. (laughs) I'm sorry. It has been a long weekend. I was in Austin. And before I go any further, welcome to all of my new listeners and welcome to all returning listeners. Really appreciate you. Couldn't do the show without you. And it's just, it's good to be back. Good to be back every couple weeks. Good to think about all the different ways that I can maybe do this a little bit more often, but haven't done yet. So anyways... The reason I sound so delirious is that I was in Austin, Texas since last Thursday. I just got back in last night about 10 o'clock for South by Southwest. I was out there to help Jerry Wan and Dear Asian Americans and the Always Be Creating teams host some events, one being the Asian Creator House on Friday, which was an event, an all-day event that saw Asian creators from all different industries of all different mediums come in and host panels, host discussions about what they do, the work that they do, and how we can all potentially do those things, what we can, lessons we can learn, things we can take away and implement in our own businesses, in our own content creations, whatever it is, wherever we're approaching the panels from. Um, it was truly, truly incredible to see these different people come in and really share a lot of knowledge um, in a short period of time. So that was really cool. And then on Sunday, we had a night market event, which I've talked about before, but this one was the biggest of them all. It was an outdoor night market event. We had 16 Asian women-owned businesses join us as vendors for this event. For those of you who might not know, Dear Asian Americans has hosted a few night market events over the last year and a half or so. And doing those are, and those events are specifically meant to support our community. And because March is international or because March is Women's History Month and on the 8th it was International Women's Day, we wanted to be very intentional um, about bringing in or having all of our vendors and as many people that we were working with, like our DJ, um, the events coordinator, the people who are putting everything, who are helping us to put on this event, were specifically Asian or Asian American women. And not just East Asian women, but we wanted to be as diverse and representative as possible. And so if you want to go 
to go check out Dear Asian Americans on Instagram or the socials. We'll definitely all be posting about it here over the next few days, weeks. You'll see a lot of that content coming out, but it was it, it was really fantastic. Um, we had I don't even know the number of people that came in, but we had a line that went down the streets, if not around the corner, around the block. Um, even before we opened the doors, even before we opened the gates to start letting people in. And I personally, I feel like it was a huge success. Obviously we can always do things to improve upon stuff, make things better. But I mean, for what this was, it was truly, truly incredible to see the community come together, to see people outside of our community come together and help support, um, the people who, do what we do and see the different things that we do in our community. Just one other note is that we were in Austin. Another piece that we wanted to be intentional about through vendor selection, shout out to Esther Lee and Harris Cho of Asian founded for helping us to source our vendors. We wanted to be intentional about our vendors being all local to Texas as many from Austin as we could, but at least staying in the state of Texas because that's where we are. That's where people are coming in from and proud to say that we were able to do that, especially thanks to Esther's help. Um, so I think it was really, it was really, really successful. And if we do more of those night market events, if dear Asian Americans host more of those events, I'll definitely be talking about them here. Just giving them a little shout out, shouting them out in my newsletter to let you know, because they really are truly community events that I feel like happen, but maybe don't happen as often. And another thing that we like to think about when we're planning these events is where are cities that have Asian and Asian American populations, have that diaspora of people, but maybe don't have these types of events very often. And so the more that we're able to reach into those communities, the more we're able to bring those communities together, but also show those respective locations the communities outside of the Asian American diaspora that, Hey, we're here and we do a lot of really cool shit and you should support us. And so that's one of the main reasons I love the night markets because it really is community focused. And we've seen that time and time again. And this past, this last one was absolutely, you know, the cherry on top of everything that we have done so far. Um, the first mountain peak, so to say, in terms of what can we do on a larger scale? So you'll see content about that coming out. I'll probably talk about that a little bit more uh, on LinkedIn and on Instagram a little bit. So make sure you're following me there. If you want to see stuff about that at Patrick in the world. Um, so that was, that, that was amazing. Um, Austin was a great time. Again, shout out to Jerry Wan. Don't know if he listens to the show, but as returning listeners will know, huge influence in my life. Um, help put me on this path to what I'm doing now to be able to sit here in front of the mic and have this conversation with y'all. And so thank you to Jerry for giving me the opportunity to continue to work and be a part of this community to be part of the dear Asian Americans team. Um, it's an honor. It's a privilege for sure. The other thing that happened at the beginning of March, I think, I don't know, I'm pulling my phone up right now to pull my email out just so I can check the dates because another cool thing that happened and I am doing this, la, 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 la. Oh, okay, yes. So in the beginning of March, uh, on March 2nd, I, got, I woke up to an email and I wrote about this. But I woke up to an email from the Asian Hustle Network team in the headline or the headline, the subject said you've been nominated Asian Hustle Network Top 50 Unsung Heroes 2023. And uh, I was 
<laughs> I was kind of shocked. I, I not kind of shocked. I was shocked, and it was very. I don't know. It was so. I it was so unexpected. It was so. I don't know. Not on my radar whatsoever. That it really, really took me aback and caught me off guard. Uh, left me a little bit speechless. And I wrote about this on LinkedIn. I will. I'll link that post specifically in the newsletter that this is coming out in conjunction with. But uh, to give a quick recap, for the first time in a long time, I felt kind of like a pang of imposter syndrome and or really, really pronounced uh, imposter syndrome. Maybe I've been feeling that uh, in different ways and I've just not been aware, but I felt it really acutely reading this email because it just didn't feel, I felt, I felt like no way. Like, why would I, why would I receiving this? This gotta be a joke. There's no way this is real. Um, and the few people that I asked after I posted this to my close friend's story, who I thought maybe had nominated me said that they hadn't. So if they were lying, they did a great job because I believe them, but also I'm, I don't know who nominated me. So one, thank you. But two, it was like, I, how do I best put this? I've been on this journey for, you know, almost three years now coming up on three years and three months. And, you know, only for the last nine months, 10 months, have I really felt that self-acceptance piece that isn't just active reclamation, trying to learn about trying to regain things that have been lost, but fully actually believing in those things that I've been gaining as a piece of myself, as a piece of my whole identity. And so I say, when I say that it was the first time I would acutely felt imposter syndrome in a long time, it's because I've been navigating the world in a different space for a while now. And so not that I, and and by all means, I have not defeated imposter syndrome. I don't think that's even even possible. It's something that obviously going to walk with you for, for the forever, depending on the identities that you carry, depending on the work that you do on yourself, um, throughout that journey. And so I received this email and it was just a shock. And the reason I posted my close stories or my close friend's story is because of that specific reason that imposter syndrome made me feel like there's, I don't want to publicly announce this because what if it is not real? What if it is a joke? Like what, like what if I've responded to this email and I'm like, Oh no, you got this incorrectly. We did not mean to send this to you. And uh, that was just running through my brain. And I had two people uh, who are very close to me, or one person who's been very close to me, another person who I've recently connected with, and I'm very thankful for that connection because they've been incredibly empowering and supportive in the in the short time that we've been connected. But they both told me that I needed to celebrate that shit. I needed to put that out publicly. Why wasn't I uh, talking about this more broadly? And you know that that was great. It made me a little emotional uh, because. I'm not used to always, I mean, I am more used to it now, but I'm still getting used to the fact that people are out here supporting me. People out here want me to succeed, want me to thrive and want, want to celebrate that with other people and celebrate those types of things. And I just feel, I feel really grateful for those people. Um, and for all, for everyone listening for constantly being supportive and for, being patient with me as I navigate that, <laughs> what that means. Um, 
for myself, for my place in the community, all of that. And so I responded to the email that night. And they did respond back and said, congratulations, yes, this is <laughs> this is for real. You did not receive this in error. And so I wrote about it the next day, and that's the post that I will share because I shared a, a lot of what I shared just now is I, I shared in the post. And I just, again, just thank you to the AHN, Asian Hustle Network team, to Brian and Maggie, the founders um, of that community group who have done a lot to amplify and support the Asian and Asian American community, specifically the professional and business networks, um, supporting people to tell their stories and to lean in and be themselves when they go to those spaces. So thank you to everyone on that team. Asian Hustle Network was actually one of the things that helped me kind of get launched into connecting with other adoptees. If you listen to episode six, you'll know uh, the Give Us the Keys episode. You'll know that Michaela and I met because of Asian Hustle Network. So um, definitely been a part of my journey and it doesn't feel full circle, but it does feel like a next chapter, um, because it's a continuation of that. And it feels like a, if it's a cool moment and it's something that I'm definitely not taking lightly, something that I do feel the privilege of and feel very honored to have been nominated. So if you not, if you, if you nominated me, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And, um, reach out to me if you want. I would love to thank you personally, directly. And uh, if not, that's okay. I appreciate, I appreciate you, whoever you might be. Oh, this coffee break brought to you by no sponsors currently. <laughs> if you want to sponsor the podcast, please hit me up. Go to my website, patrickintheworld.me, and get a hold of me. That's the ad. <laughs> All right. So that's what kind of the first two weeks of March have been about. It's been about, it's been a lot of my time has been occupied with these events and then thinking about, you know, continuing to push forward, continue to work on what I've been working on to, sustain myself in a, from a entrepreneur, entrepreneurial perspective. Um, some of those things are just trying to line up speaking opportunities in May. I still have some open availability. So folks, if you're listening and you're looking to bring in speakers, keynotes, workshop leaders for, um, panel moderators for, uh, Asian Pacific American heritage month, hit me up, go to the links in this in the show notes go to my website that I just plugged in that mini ad <laughs> uh, let me know I would love to work with you and love to have that conversation about what I can bring to your school organization your business whatever it might be um, continuing to build locally uh, our community of not only Asian Americans but Asian adoptees specifically our Asian adoptees of Indiana group I am currently trying waiting on a callback still from the living room theaters uh, located near me to rent out a screen for our community to be able to watch Return to Soul, which is a movie about a transracial adoptee, I believe, at least, at the very least, a Korean adoptee who returns to Seoul and goes on a reunion journey. And um, I've heard it's very powerful. Um, I want to do this because I've seen other folks, Jerry's, Jerry being one of them do certain things like this for the community. And also I feel like it's a good way to not only bring us together, but give us a safe space to watch something like this in community with other people that we know, if not sharing our exact perspectives 
on the story and the stories being told, at least share in the ideas and the identities of the stories being told on that screen. So excited about that. Hopefully making that happen. Excited that we have Return to Soul coming here to Indiana. We've got a couple local theaters um, that do a lot more indie films as opposed to like the big budget Hollywood stuff. So it's exciting that we get that we're getting that because I honestly didn't think that it would come here to the Midwest. And the fact that we have this opportunity to watch it is awesome. Shout out to the distribution team for getting it here to Indy. Um, Means a lot. I can tell you it means a lot for our community for sure. Um, And the last thing, I guess the other thing that I've been working on and continuing to work on is just creating content, developing my brand, really leaning into what I can do here on conversation piece, lining up um, guests and perspectives and voices and people who aren't just Asian American and aren't just Asian adoptees. Um, And seeing where I can go with that, seeing where I can go with this, because I do believe there is opportunity here to tell or actually not tell, but have really, really fun, really engaging, really insightful conversations with people from all different communities and see how we intersect, see the areas that we operate differently, learn how we can support each other and talk about actionable solutions, actionable items that we can take, tangible steps that we can lean into in order to build solidarity, find freedom for us all under the oppressive boot of white supremacy. Um, So that's actually is a good segue into what will be coming up in April because I'm going to be working on these things all throughout the rest of this month of March. Uh, One other thing in March that's going to be happening is I got summoned for jury duty. So I will find out tomorrow evening. This is like a reminder for myself or tonight, I guess I should say, because you're listening to us on the 15th tonight, whether I was selected and if I have to show up on Thursday. (laughs) Um, The other thing. So, yeah, segueing into April. Um. The guest that I have coming on, the conversation that I will be having for our April episode is with Kyung Hee Kim, a Korean-American author, educator, poet, who has a book coming out uh, called C.S. Bloom. It is a children's poetry book, and I could not be more excited to share this conversation with y'all. We recorded it before I left for Austin, and one, it's National Poetry Month, so... It's super fitting to be able to have Kyungi on the show. But two, she just is such a radiant light. She shares such a, a great message and she just does amazing things. And she, I mean, she's a poet. <laughs> she she knows how to use, utilize words, utilize language to tell these stories and to tell her story. And I feel like I'm just really, really grateful for the conversation that we were able to share. And so I'm really excited for everybody to hear that. Um, it's gonna, it, it's a fun conversation and yes, it, it, I, I, it's really, really exciting. We have, since both of us have birth or, or early March birthdays, we have a conversation about that and it's just, I, uh, I'm left a little bit speechless again. I, I'm, it's easy to make me speechless and it's not because I don't know what to say, but sometimes it is, but also it's just because like, I, I can't believe to this day still that for three years, people have been willing to lend me their time, lend me their capacity, their energy, and their stories, however much or as little as they want to share with me, in order for me to share with all of you, with the community that has been building and growing here. And so 
and on the other platforms that I've been able to frequent over these last three years. So that's why it leaves me speechless. That's why I feel so giddy. I hope that's translating into this <laughs> recording right now because it's just exciting. It's exciting to be able to share this, and, and I, I recognize that privilege and honor to be able to do so. Um, so thank you, Kyungi, for coming on the show. Can't wait to share that conversation with everyone. Thank you to everybody who is listening. Um, can't wait for you to hear it as well. Rest of the month, too, uh, right before. Oh, uh, other things in April, I guess. We're talking about April. Getting ready for APAM, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Big, big stuff. I am, again, like I talked about, seeking those opportunities still. I have a few openings still to fill that I want to get filled for this month for May. So April is going to be about that as well. At the end of the month, that's when the Asian Hustle Network Conference is out in Las Vegas. So I will be there. But I'll also think I'll be planning another, I want to plan some events uh, to kick off APAM. That's like a pre-May situation. So that last week of April, I'm also opened up to take on some, um, take on some gigs. So if you have anything, if you have some openings uh, in your business or you're looking to, you know, spend the rest of that speaking budget, spend the rest of that, that programming money before uh, the end of your fiscal years, hit me up, go to that website, patrickintheworld.me, and let's have a conversation. Um, one other thing, too, on a personal note, uh, my wife and I will be going on vacation for her spring break in that first week of April, so very excited about that as well. When the episode drops with Kyungi, it will I will be on a plane, I believe, or be somewhere um, going with my wife. Excited to be able to share some of that with you all as well once we return. So April already lining up to be a really exciting month. Um, the rest of March, it's about the grind. It's a lot of work, um, but work worth doing. So excited about that. Uh, thank you for listening, especially all the new people that have joined. Um, it means a lot. If you want to make sure that you are, Getting alerted to these episodes, if you're not subscribed for whatever reason on your podcast player, you can sign up for the newsletter. Again, go to my website, patrickintheworld.me, and you can do all of those different things. If you want to support me in any other way outside of hiring me for some sort of work-related thing, you can do that on my website as well. You can also go to at patrickintheworld on Instagram or on um, LinkedIn and go to the links in my bio. There are ways to support me there as well. Um, I think that's about it. I appreciate y'all and you know, the world isn't getting any, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. The world is, is constantly changing and we constantly are seeing things change for, for some, for the better, some for the worse and shit's tough out there. Life is tough, uh, for a lot, a lot of people. And we are seeing our most marginalized communities be targeted very, very specifically in legislation, um, specifically black, indigenous, and trans LGBTQ communities, specifically targeted in our state legislatures and our federal government. And it's tough. It's dark days for specifically for those communities. And so as we continue on through the rest of this month, through the rest of this year, be mindful of that. Be mindful of those things. Check in on your friends. Continue to learn. Educate yourself. Continue to check in and be accountable. Um, should 
harm come from any of your actions, my own actions. I know it's something that I have to be uh, staying mindful of as well. And find ways to support. I'm trying to do the same thing um, in whatever ways that I can. And it's important that we do that because we need to stick together. We need to work together, see each other's humanity in order to overcome some of this darkness. So thank you again. April 1st, Kyung Hee Kim. Make sure you're here. Make sure you're listening because we talk a little bit about that as well in terms of community care. And I'm really excited to share that conversation with you all. So happy March. Have a good rest of the month. And I'll see you in April. April.